We're joined by uh, Larry Sharp, who is the uh, nominee for the uh, Libertarian Party here in New York State for, for governor. Uh, at the moment, his name's not appearing on the ballot, even though four years ago, uh, Mr. Sharp got, I think, more than 100,000 votes that qualified his party to be on the ballot again in uh, uh, four years, 2022. Uh, so, Larry, welcome to the show. And why aren't you going to be on the ballot? And, and maybe just give us a little bit of your background about uh, who Larry Sharp is. Mark, thank you so much for having me today. I appreciate it. Yes, I am Larry Sharp, and I should be on the ballot. You're right. But sadly, I was sued by the Republicans and the Conservative Party and thrown off the ballot in civil court because they don't want me on the ballot. And I get it. Um, they don't want any competition. And this is what's been happening in these uh, last couple of years. The two major parties have gone out of their way to make getting on the ballot so hard that literally no one can do it. It is actually impossible. And I've gone to court trying to tell judges it's impossible. They say, no, it's possible. Then nobody makes it. And they go, oh, wait, well, no, it's still not impossible. You guys are just bad. So a multimillionaire worth almost $50 million couldn't make it. I, who was on the ballot last time, couldn't make it. A, uh, a sitting congressman couldn't make it. So none of us could make it. But all of a sudden, somehow, um, it's not impossible. The reality of it is they're trying to rig the system because coming up here next year, New York State will be using taxpayer dollars to pay for elections. And they don't want anybody else like, you know, the Libertarians or the Greens, who are actual independent parties in New York State, they don't want us to get any of that that money. They just want to keep that grift all for themselves. You know, and I will note the Libertarians, which are probably the third largest political party in the country, is actually we well known yes. for, for being the one third party that manages, at least for president, to get on the ballot in almost every state pretty much every single time. So the fact you were not able to get on New York really says something about the New York law. But why are you running for governor? Well, you know, the reality of it is initially I ran because I was angry. I ran in 2018 because I was considering leaving the state. The state is oppressive in many of its rules and laws and regulations and things. And we're paying all this, uh, all these fines, fees and taxes, and we're not even getting anything good for it. At least if you're going to tax me, give me what I want, at least. And I, as a libertarian, I'd like as little tax as possible. But if I'm going to get taxed, at least give me what I want. And I'm getting nothing that I want. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to pack up and leave. But when I went to other states, I saw how how good it seemed. And I got angry. I said, why in the world should I have to leave the state that I love, where I'm born, where I live, where my business is? So I said, I'm going to come back, run for governor and fix things. That was 2018. Mark, did, that did not go as I had planned. I did not win the election. I'm not the governor. Um, but in that run, I saw how bad it was. I saw how the two-party system, which is now basically a one-party system here in New York State, creates corruption, encourages people to not care, it encourages negative campaigning nothing moving, larger bureaucracies. We throw money at problems without ever fixing them. And I got upset and I said, you know what? I'm going to try this again. So as I went to try it again, the sad part is I was actually polling at 6% last December before I even announced. Why? Because I cover this state every single year. I go to all 52 counties every single year, whether I'm running or not, to stay in touch with New Yorkers. And people like me. So they're like, yeah, I like this guy. And that's when the hammer came down. <laughs> and that's when all of a sudden, the big guns came after me. So I still want to run, even though I'm not in the ballot, because if I get 130,000 right in votes, and that's the critical piece, right in Larry Sharp, right in votes, I will still have a chance at having at least one independent party in New York next year. And, and I, I want to have an independent party. That's and I, I believe your last name is actually spelled S-H-A-R-P-E. 
Correct. And the E stands for electable. So don't forget that. For electable. So what are some of the big differences you have with uh, Hokel and Zeldin? Well, if you're Hokel, all you do is yell Zeldin's evil. And if you're Zeldin, all you do is yell Hokel's evil. So the fact that I'm not just yelling at people and calling to me, but right there makes me special. Uh, but I actually want to fix things. I actually want to create a situation where we change how we fund things. I want to create an actual separate company trust, which is similar to what they do in Norway and in uh, Singapore, a, a special trust paid for by permanent capital with some dividends going to them, dollars coming in separately that can actually pay for some of our social issues, right? We can't keep paying for our social products and our social uh, problems through taxation. We have too many New Yorkers leaving. We have literally hundreds of thousands of New Yorkers leaving every single year. We've lost about $23 billion in net worth in the past three years, and our budget keeps going up. So if we're going to help people in New York State through the government at all, we got to find another way of funding it. And that's one way. It's a separate trust that will pay for education. If it pays for education, that will lower property taxes because school tax goes away. It could also create a situation to where we eventually get rid of our state income tax, which is why some people are leaving as they go to Florida and Tennessee and Texas, all who don't have income taxes. We can find other ways of servicing our people without having to increase the tax base. That will change a lot. I also want to support localism, which is more important than anything. Localized credit unions, localized co-ops where the government actually assists people in, and workers actually voluntarily getting the, you know, the, the rights and the ownership of the means of production. I think we can do that without government interference. Once government gets involved, government winds up owning everything. And when government fails, we just throw more money at it, hence the big problem. But we can make it to where government can assist the private sector locally people in creating their own co-ops, their own entrepreneurship, relaxing licensing laws so that people can start business with credentialing instead, making the, the poorer communities more entrepreneurial, shifting our um, shifting our uh, uh, public housing into rent to own, giving people more opportunities to own to own their properties they want to, buffering against gentrification while giving people the ownership opportunity and actually giving people the opportunity to pass down property and pass down um, uh, ownership of, of things and resources to their family. I think we can do a lot of that in New York State. We don't do any of it. Now, classically, you know, libertarians are known for, uh, you know, sort of leave me alone. Um, you know, yes, let, absolutely. let's not, uh, you know, be punishing people for using drugs, uh, support the Second Amendment in terms of, you know, the right to, to guns, um, absolutely. usually, usually anti-war. Yes to all those things. But again, nationally, that's war. New York doesn't deal with the war aspect, but I, of course I'm anti-war. Why would I think bombing other people is a good idea? We always wind up bombing people and it never do, even gives us any. Again, if, I don't want to bomb people, but if I am, at least be, be an actual enemy that's going to hurt us. We're bombing people who aren't even our enemies. So yes, I don't want to bomb people. I completely agree. I'm 100% for the Second Amendment. I think that we should have the right to, to bear arms, defend ourselves. And we see it's a buffer against crime. It's a buffer against it's a buffer against people just surrendering their rights. It's a buffer against everything that's bad. So 100%, I want to uh, support the Second Amendment. And of course, I want localism. So I want more people to be left alone to the best of their ability. We are a big, diverse state. And the idea that one city should be controlling everything is silly. I don't want the people you know, of Monroe County having to be the same as the people of Erie County, people of Wyoming County, people of Allegheny County being the same as Brooklyn or Queens. Let each county be the county it wants to be. Leave everybody alone. Yes. Now, now we have about two minutes um, left. 
Um, now, do you have a lieutenant governor running mate? And are there other, you know, libertarians around the state that you're trying to highlight who run in this November as well? All over the place. We have a bunch of people running. But what I care about is getting ballot access. And New York State, because they didn't put me on a ballot, the only thing that matters is me getting ballot access for the party for next year. So what, I, what everyone to know is if you want someone who polls high enough, who will speak to both the left and the right, who does care about all sides and wants to get more people in the independent line, you have to write in Larry Sharp for governor November 8th. You mentioned you're a little bit of a business person. What, what is you know, a little bit of your background for people? Born and raised in New York City. I now live in Queens. I'm a business consultant when I do work. Now I'm not working. I just run for office and I campaign. But when I'm not uh, campaigning, which is only only ran twice for governor both times, I'm a business consultant and a teacher and a trainer. I've taught at the um, graduate level of Yale and Columbia. I've taught at Baruch College, John Jay College. I do some veteran work because I'm a former Marine. I spent uh, seven years in the Marine Corps in the 80s and 90s. And that's how I make my money. I have a family here in Queens, a wife I met in high school, two kids and a dog, American dream, I guess. But I'm trying to keep New York in, into a spot to where people can stay, where families will want to stay and retire. I want to stop people leaving. That's number one thing. And without a third party, this will not work. Without a third party that will allow you to be as liberal or as conservative as you want to be in the state, or just leave others alone. Without that, we will have one party rule. And whether you lean left or lean right, wherever you lean, one party rule means corruption. 10 seconds Republicans left. Republicans so run the state. Larry Sharp, libertarian governor, needs to be right in. Get a website. People. LarrySharp.com or just Google Larry Sharp, Twitter to TikTok to YouTube to Facebook to all the things. Larry Sharp, libertarian candidate for governor, has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.